Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The Coke Standard, inside Shanghai's lockdown barter economy. Written by Alex Colville. Published in the world of Chinese. Read for you by Sarah Kutalakos. We have actually reached the age of bartering, says the bespectacled woman in a Bilibili video from April 10th, swathed in a head towel and rubbing her shoulder in a state of complete exhaustion. Money is now useless. With food shortages across Shanghai due to its extended lockdown, residents have been swapping with each other, trading whatever they have for whatever they need. This grassroots bargaining economy, albeit with countless variations across the city's archipelago of closed compounds, has led to some bizarre market trends. In the first couple of weeks of lockdown, the novelty of the system inevitably led to memes. On April 8th, the Weibo account, Jiu listed in a post that has since gone viral, food as if it were stocks. Vegetables were tanking as some people are tired of eating them, while vices like wine and cigarettes were a bullish market on the up. Bizarrely, Coca-Cola was a reserve currency that can exchange for anything. Another meme shows a pyramid of foodstuffs, the value increasing the higher you climb. Vegetables and rice lie at the bottom, while cake and KFC are the nobility on the second highest tier. Once again, Coca-Cola occupies the pinnacle of the pyramid, trumping the lot. There is such a hierarchy, according to Maher Akil, a Lebanese sales director who has run a nonprofit exchange group for around 150 residents in his compound in Changning district. At first, everyone wanted vegetables, he tells TWOC. But once people saw that they didn't store well, non-perishables like freezer food, canned goods, or instant noodles began to be worth more. Once the compound's basic needs for vegetables, meat, and rice were satisfied, demand moved to their wants, sweet things like cakes and chocolate, before moving up to the sins, as Akil terms them, alcohol and cigarettes. That alcohol and cigarettes are Akil's top tier suggests the levels of value are much more fluid than the pyramid meme suggests. Akil says the craze for Coke came in the early weeks people ignoring the snacks, shampoo, and other drinks he had posted pictures of on his compound's WeChat group. Everyone rushed to ask me what I wanted for the Cokes, he tells TWOC. It really comes down to what was lacking at the moment, Akil tells TWOC, seeing an evolution in demand over time. Akil has traded two cans of Coke, with a bulb of garlic thrown in, for just one tin of Spam. Whatever is in shorter supply can become what he calls a bargaining chip. With their eyes on food, other basic supplies residents had forgotten to stock up on slowly started to run out. Shares in toilet paper and laundry detergent accrued in value. When people could no longer get bread, yeast boomed. Akil has traded the drink for all sorts of things. He has flogged one bottle for two lemons, 
or two for four packs of instant noodles. Other times, he has been able to lend dishwasher soap and batteries. Why Coca-Cola? Unlike cigarettes and alcohol, Coca-Cola has wide value. There are few who will refuse it on health grounds. Perhaps there is a parallel between Coca-Cola in Shanghai 2022 and the period of history when gold became a currency. There is scarcity. Gold is to water what Coca-Cola is to vegetables. Attractive qualities. A lustrous color, a relished taste. Stability. Gold does not corrode or tarnish, while Coca-Cola can keep for at least a year. Lack of humdrum uses. Gold's softness makes it useless in tools and weapons, and you won't die of thirst if you're glugging cans of Coke every day. Intriguingly, trading Pepsi will get you nothing. I made the mistake of buying Pepsi and tried to use it as bargaining chips, says Akil, and it was useless. I have a bunch of Pepsi here, and nobody cares for them. He has been trying to deal them as a throw-in when offerings of more substantial goods still aren't enough to tempt an exchange. Something about Coke's brand creates the value. Although the Coca-Cola company has been moving into healthier drinks, following a trend among younger Chinese consumers, their staple soft drink is still found in dime store fridges from Hainan's coast to Qinghai's mountains. As of 2020, China was Coca-Cola's third largest market, according to the company's end-of-year report. In 2016, it was estimated that a Chinese urbanite drinks 60 Coca-Cola products a year, a rural dweller just three. In China, Coca-Cola has always had value, deployed for a multitude of cultural and political causes. It is a small luxury, the hallmark of an international lifestyle, or else a capitalist icon and a form of American soft power. In 1950, during the war in Korea, People's Literature magazine denounced the privileged drink alongside the American foe who swilled and sold it in Korea, corrupting the will of the youth of the invaded nation. But before the days of the PRC, Coca-Cola had been winning over the wealthier and more cosmopolitan of China's population. In an article from 1932 titled The Young Masters and Students of Beiping, the anonymous writer described students in Western suits making merry with the drink in the capital while indulging in other Western pleasures, like going to the movies and munching on American candy bars. By 1948, the brand had a factory in Shanghai, bottles appearing as far away as Chengdu, Sichuan province. The brand has boomed ever since it returned to the mainland in the 1970s, signing a deal with China's Import and Export Bureau to establish a bottling plant on the mainland, two days after the U.S. had formally recognized the People's Republic of China in December 1978. Throughout the 1980s, the company expanded its footing in the country, enticing the population with its taste and luxury appeal. Zhang Yimou's film, Not One Less, Iga Bunang Shao, of 1999, satirized this desire by filming 26 children from a poor mountain village in Hebei province pool their money to buy two cans of Coca-Cola, which they each take a small sip of. By 2004, Coca-Cola estimated the country was drinking 10 million cans of Coke every day. Others viewed it as symbolic of China's post-socialist trauma. Lin Xiaoping summarizes this in her book, Children of Marx and Coca-Cola, as the shock of living in a country that has developed into something unrecognizable, accepting the violent intrusion of something traditionally accepted as a pariah. 
In his Political Pop series of the early 2000s, Wang Guangyi ludicrously backed a typically Maoist woodblock image of peasants raising their fists for communism with Coca-Cola's capitalist emblem behind them in the background. But Coca-Cola's time as the gold standard in Shanghai's bartering seems to be on the wane. Coke had its moment, but right now, people really don't care, says Akil. Now that people have stocked up on what they need, it lost its power. Perhaps the legacy of Coke's brief time as a currency in Shanghai will be a symbol for how ludicrous life under lockdown had become.